excuse me, cowboy shit is a pod, podcast. They have the cowboy and they have the shit together. Cowboy shit, that's what it's about. Cowboy shit, my name's Ted Stoven. He is Dustin Edwards. And this is back to our regularly scheduled programming. But uh, we had to break schedule for the inside scoop on the Canadian finals. Yeah. With Jeff Robson last week, which was an awesome episode. Yeah. Got all the details. And I've seen a few people comment on Facebook and like, if you have any questions, your answers are in this One of podcast. That was cool. One of those was uh, somebody else who's been on the show multiple times, Keenan Vine. He always finds a way to get his name mentioned on this podcast, doesn't he? I wonder how many that uh, how many times his name's been mentioned on this show. A lot. a lot. A lot. Probably a lot. So you're welcome once again, Keenan. Yep. And thanks for sharing our show. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, anyways, so like we said, CFR preview show, November 1st to 5th, Red Deer, Westerner Park. Oh, he's going long. Oh, just misses him. Monday Night Football here, the Lions and the uh, Raiders. I'm making Dustin a football fan. Yeah, I'm in. But, uh, Big kay. week. Okay, we got a couple things to talk about before we get to these CFR predictions. Yeah. We're going to make some bold predictions, but I have a bold statement to make. I think the Flames totally fucking blew the walk-in outfits at the Heritage oh. Classic. What was, the, what was the scuttlebutt like in the office today? Are you allowed to talk about how much of a bust that was? Oh, that was a little cringe. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was like, we're not Farmer Fran off Waterboy. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It was like Albert, Alberta's Western look. That couldn't have been anything. That was like, who's the big guy on? Was it Dukes of Hazard or whatever? Like, oh, Je- old Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse, like, yeah, that was Uncle Jesse. Mixed we're not with in Alabama. Yeah, that was Uncle Jesse mixed with uh, poor with, uh, with a, a cheap porn star from OnlyFans. Yeah, and, and a poor hat and a Chippendales and a terrible hat and some yeah. probably some. Probably some cheap, shitty boots from, uh, like, from I don't know where. Probably got them online. Like in a, in a moment like that, you're in Alberta. Ugh. You go get a Smith built. You go get a good hat from somewhere, wherever like, it is. We're at the NHL. They've sold fifty six thousand tickets. They probably yeah. have some money to spend yeah. on some fucking. Go get a pair of boots. Yeah, and some nice jeans. Like, like go something. shopping. Yeah, they made a fucking farce yeah. of it. I have to I was admit, embarrassed. I'm an old oil field guy from way back. And the Oilers, and the Oilers was it. awesome, and they had like the, was cool. they had the name tags and the coveralls yeah. and stuff. And that were, was were really they wearing good. like pit vipers? Like that part, that yeah. was fucking funny. They it looked like awesome. riggers. They looked like they came right. They off looked legit. PD one ninety six. Yeah, Drayton Valley. Like Zach Zach Hyman looked like that. Like he was just had. Like, a, yeah. He was ha- could hack a dart and just go right back to the back yeah. to roughnecking. So flames. Those ones are so cool. Yeah, those they did a good job. And those pictures they got. And like, I hate the Oilers. 
And I love the Oilers, so I'm biased. I am committing them. But for you to say that, and you work for the Flames organization. I was a little disappointed in the outfits. Oh, man. It's, it's funny, though, right? Because like it was blowing up. Like, oh, how great is this? And I'm like, this is It's fucking bad. Not great. I put something but, on Twitter today. You might have seen it already. Oh, I have not. I'll oh, have I just said out. that I think they could have used a real stylist to make them not look like the drunk assholes at Big Valley Jamboree. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to tell Broke him. Brokeback Mountain uh, 2 was a comment I saw a few times. I'll have to tell him to advise me next time uh, in oh, the officer. God. I offered up some free advice on Twitter. I was like, hey, if you guys ever need to address Western again, just give me a call. All right. I won't even charge. I'll tell the people at the Twitter. Free 99. Yeah. Social media's uh, office is right beside mine. So oh, boy. We're direct line. I'm sorry. That was rough. Um, And the funny thing is, is that somebody had to win. Yes. Right? Both teams are so shitty right now. <laughs> McDavid's back soon, sooner than expected. That was good. yeah. It was it was good for the, it was good for the game to see him back. It wasn't good for yeah. the Flames. No, um, there's some really cool elements of that game. You know, I remember going to the Heritage Classic here. I've never been to one. I was supposed to go to that one. I came to the one here in 2011 at McMahon. Mm-hmm. It was minus 30. Flames and who? Montreal. It wasn't minus 30 because I got stats on that. It was like still pretty cold, but it wasn't quite the minus 30. Probably with the wind, though. That's the thing. Yeah, it was That's, it was that's bad. what it is. Sorry. And I was on the west side grandstand. In the shade. So as soon as the sun went down, you freezing it was bad. Balls. And um, it was darn. It had to have been minus 30. At least that night it got to it because I got hit by a drunk driver on the way home from the game. Was that with you and JC? Yeah. Oh, boy. And uh, and I remember it was pretty bad. but But I remember I bought a beer. Took a drink of the beer, and you know you have a little bit of beer left in the rim? Yeah. It just instantly would freeze. No way. It was that cold at McMahon. So cold. The, for all of our American listeners, it was so cold that Dustin's tongue stuck to the can. It stuck to the can. Like it was like a lamp Look, post. Frost. Like a light, light post. Like Dumb and Dumber like dumb and ski d- scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was the one nice thing yesterday. They had really good wet, weather. Um, yeah, it was like plus one or two Yeah, or it was like plus it? one, and Beautiful. the sun was out. And uh, and I the Nickelback was actually looked pretty good from the videos I seen. Yeah. Um, I think everything about it. I think the NHL did a good job, and uh, except and the, by not letting the Flames dress better. Yeah, they should have done. They should have done much. I wish better. I would have got to go though. I I wish though. That'd have been cool. Yeah, it, it. I had a few opportunities to go and looking back, I mean, I'm fair weather. Yeah. Like I don't like cold. And I had visions of like sitting at McMahon Stadium in twenty eleven freezing. Yeah. And then it was nice. I'm like, oh, you know what? A guy should have went. But uh if you've never been to an outdoor game, I've been to one. I suggest you check it out. I haven't been to really one. Cool. I wanted to go. I booked a hotel room like six months ago and the Saskatoon PBR was supposed to be Friday, Saturday, and they moved it to Saturday, Sunday. Oh, so you got like two got months your... ago I was like, What the fuck? This thing's on Sunday now. And you know what what, what I'd really like to do is oh. there's there's one in uh they're having uh, the Winter Classic, Winter Classic in New York or New and Jersey, in, and there's one in Seattle too. Yeah, there's like, and they're uh, playing at like Met. Was it Met Life Met Field? Life. And there's two games. Yeah, and Jersey's back-to-back playing days. and Rangers are playing. Or same day or back to back days. Back to back days. Yeah, yeah. So like something neat. like that would be really cool. That's I'd true. love to go there. But it's in our backyard of the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, and these two teams should be better than they are. They're not that good. right they now. They both suck. The Flames they're are going to come have... around though. Although American Thanksgiving, like the Oilers have to win the next seven games. Yeah, the Boo Birds were out at the last Flames game. It was oh, pretty boy. ugly. I hadn't seen, uh, I hadn't seen that uh, that quiet of a game in a long, long, long time. And the attendance is light. Yeah, right now it seems seems like uh, all around the NHL it's in like Canada times. has been tough. Winnipeg's been really bad. I don't know bad. what Toronto's been like. It's probably still Toronto's bad. usually good. But who who knows what the numbers are like? Maybe they aren't as good either. 
Yep. Trudeau's got all our money. We can't spend it on hockey. That's true. Um, Blame Trudeau if the attendance is bad, folks. Probably, yep. Everybody knows that. Okay, uh, going back to, uh, so that was the that classic. What did you do on the weekend otherwise? You uh, we had uh, the Thai Pausabon Legacy PBR. Oh, that's PBR. right, yeah, Friday. Yeah. Friday. Uh, so worked with the Alpha Bowl team and Chad Best Plug. And um, first event, Chad had planned this event like right before COVID had happened. And it's been delayed like three years. I think it needs to be in Merritt, though. Shouldn't be in Calgary. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's not up to me to decide, but... I'm just saying. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, if you need to do it in the summertime, like when Ty used to have his event in like May. He used to have it in May, right? Yeah. And like May and Merritt outside is hot and sunny on the outdoor arena, and there's like 4,000 people there, and they're like... Just that, to I would love to that. see that again someday. It was really cool. Like Luke and Leanne came out. They opened the show. A um, bunch of kids, you know, came out. I, I think it must have been family members and they had tie shops and boots and stuff set up at the table and it was all the guys hit it on the way out like you know and we'd seen some of those tributes you know initially when ty first passed but i know chad would has had really wanted to get it get her going get her going it's been a long time and um it was a really good event they rode a ton of bulls good like they rode lots of bulls um yeah it was just it was a good friday night it was Right at the Agrium, so just had to walk over from work. and Yeah, it's handy for you. Yeah, it was great. We Production um, meeting at 5 right after work. Yeah. <laughs> it was a busy night there. They had Stampede Wrestling going on in the Victoria Pavilion. Is that like the old corral? Yeah. No, like the old original where they used to have Stampede like Wrestling. Like the little tiny the little, little tiny one. square one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I rode a bull in there one time. Yeah. Um, they, they did that. There was a Scream Fest at the Grandstand. There was a sold-out Tool concert in the Dome. It Jeez. was rocking it was rocking down at, on the park where did so. everybody park for the bull riding uh there wasn't a, a lot long of ways lot away of room, yeah so jeez so it was a really good weekend man uh awesome yeah, well, what really about saturday sunday saturday sunday you know what back to drum heller and uh yep just took her easy took a took a weekend to nice chillax to relax before yep. the cfr and you flew saturday or friday, friday night because you friday were gone night. when we got here from the bull riding you that's right out. yeah yeah we flew it at like eight o'clock uh went over to saskatoon and I wasn't feeling 100%, so the Long Branch is usually uh, somewhere that we spend some time at that the weekend. Yep. So I made a cup of Neo Citroen and then took it to the bar and drank it. At the it, bar. At the bar. And when my when my arms were feeling a little bit numb, then I went back upstairs and went to bed. Oh, boy. The old rheumatic. you got the Novid, right? <laughs> yeah, the Novid. Yeah, not You don't know COVID. if it's Covid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody tests anymore anything yeah. or any of that. But um, anyways... Uh, yeah, I went to Saskatoon and they rode a shitload of bulls there too. Tons of rides. I don't know how many rides there was, but like all but like ten guys out of twenty nine or thirty rode. Like pretty impressive. Holy, a ton and of that rides. That kid from Texas looks like the real yeah, deal. Yeah, Crimber, Crimber. Yeah, Paulo Crimber's son John. Uh, he started PBR in like August. He's like eighteen, and he's won ten events now. It's insane. Holy shit! Yeah, and he rides fucking good. Yeah. Um, uh, ninety one and a half in the short round on. Uh, Langham Kid? Yeah, Langham Kid. Really good ride. Uh, somebody else rode through. I think Garrett Green. Garrett Green went four for four. He rode really well. Garrett Green good, just kind of does his business in the PBRs. Very quietly. Yeah. And didn't make the CFR, it looks like, did he? I don't even think he was pro rodeo this year. Only PBRs. Yeah, he was only PBR. Um, but yeah, Garrett rode well. Jordan Hansen uh, did some uh, damage there. But he talk about the couple. three guys, all one, two, three in the standings, all injured. Yeah. Yeah, so Cody Coverchuk had a chance to like really get ahead by a lot. Well, he, he moved was two ahead. For two he moved ahead after on Friday, Friday yeah. yeah, to number one. So he he was uh, he had a real chance to make up some like 
to put a bit of a lead on it going into the last one. But uh, he, uh, but he broke his friggin' hand. It sounded like in the Riding second hand. round. Yeah, in the second round on uh, on Sunday. So couldn't even get on in the short round. So he was two for two, but couldn't get on his last bowl. So got passed by quite a few people. I think he ended up being fifth uh, at the end of the uh, end of the night. But uh, but yeah, Cody Kovarchuk first. I think Tets is second. Maybe Butter's second, I forget. Probably yeah. Butter's second. Butter's second. And then Tets. Tets is third. So, yeah, all three guys. So, that's going to leave a guy like Coy Robbins, which brings and me even to my a- next Aaron point. Royce, Aaron Roy is fifth? fifth. Yeah. And all those guys, I think uh, Wyatt Gleason's sixth and maybe Jordan Hansen's seventh. So, it's like. Okay. I have a question right for you. There. I mean, I would How never bet against no idea. Aaron Roy and Coy Robbins. Mm-hmm. But in the event that they go to the finals and lay an absolute egg and buck off everything. Who's they? Aaron Roy and Coy Robbins. Yep. Who are fourth and fifth. Yep. Could whoever's sitting in first now still would still win the hundred thousand dollar bonus for being the year end winner? Oh uh, yeah, if nobody passes them, yeah, that's yeah. how it happens. Yeah. Because it's it's on the year, right? On the hundred thousand. It's 000? year, yeah, it's year end. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not just Canadian a standings. Yeah, okay. So yeah, Cody's been to forty two events. Uh he's won forty six thousand. Butter's won fifty thousand, Tetch has won fifty thousand, Coy's won forty three, Aaron's won forty two. I mean if if Butter and Tetch show up in Saskatoon, they're gonna ride bulls. Yeah, true. There's no question. They're gonna ride bulls. There's a lot more money this year won in the PBR than there was in the CPRA. Just for comparison, like if you're looking at the standings, I hadn't looked at these numbers lately. There's some good added money at even smaller events, you know, like some of these committees are adding the bucks. Yeah. Uh maybe I'm a little bit off. I forgot about Tets in there, but like it seems like on average there's a there's a maybe a bit more I don't know, I guess we'll see at the end of the season. I'll maybe do a little comparison. Yeah. I would bet with the finals, though, now, and what they pay, that it's a little bit different. Well, it's going to make for an exciting finish. It's the it's the, the exciting thing, or not exciting thing, but the nerve-wracking thing is going to be who actually shows up and can nod their head in well, Edmonton. And be healthy, yeah. That, that's just it, But right? just, for, like, just for quick numbers, we've got 18, 19, 20, 21. 21 guys that won over 10,000 in the PBR this year, and in the CPRA at 16. So there's five more guys that have won 10,000 on the season. Okay. And Dale and Swearingen went to six events and won ninety nine hundred, so it's like seven more guys with a bit more. So kind of interesting numbers to see. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like Coy Robbins, if he's the healthiest, but he's got to get on six bulls at the CFR. I'd almost like a, like a guy like Aaron that doesn't have to go get on those six at the CFR. But it's, like and like Tets, Butter, and Covertruck are all going to be waiting and sitting out. Yeah. So and either either that's an advantage yeah, or disadvantage. Koi last year jumped out at the CFR, won the, the average, average right? and then went to the, the PBR finals. Didn't he have a good PBR Canada finals, or did he have a bad? So. No, I think he did. I think he had a good one. I think I remember him doing well. I wonder if we can look at. Oh, yeah, I can look at season twenty twenty two. I just feel Edmonton that he was finished in, second at the finals, yeah. won nineteen thousand. Yeah, so he it yeah. for him it was a momentum thing. Oh yeah. So I wonder if there's a way to see never rule them out Canadian standings. Oh yeah, twenty twenty two. Where did he finish last year? He finished fourth in the Canadian standings. Nick Tetz won it uh, with 107,000. Brock Radford was second. Only lost by 26.5 points. How many times has Brock been the runner-up? Hasn't he been three, the runner-up three times? I think three times, yeah. yeah. And this year, he's, I don't think he even made the finals. Like the Canadian finals, he just had such a rough year and his injuries and whatnot. I don't think he even made it. Huh. Logan Beaver went from fifth to I don't know where he's even at this year. I don't know what he's been up to. I don't think Logan Beaver even got on the bowl this year, did he? I don't remember seeing him hardly. 
Anyways, yeah. interesting. That's our interesting, PDR recap. Yeah. So good for John Crimber. Uh, going to be a great finals at Edmonton, uh, the 17th and 18th. 100,000. Rogers Place is going to be a hell of a hell of an event. Uh, yeah, 17th, 18th, Rogers Place. Um, like we talked about last show, CFR is back in Edmonton too. It'll be interesting to see what those two match up like next what year. Did you, uh, what did you Each see part? for reviews in in chatting with people and, and on the social about the move? Um, you go first. I'm just going to take a drink here. <laughs> it was interesting to see some of the comments, but yeah. I would say the the underlying theme was a lot. I seen a lot of like, it's coming home. CFR yeah. is going home. I never should have left, honestly. That's what I seen a lot of. Like, no offense to to Red Deer, like they've put on done an amazing job in the in the you know five years that they've had the event. Um, the CFR never should have left Edmonton. The people in charge at the CPR at the time, yeah, did a really bad job, and they didn't do their side of it. And the city probably could have done a better job too. But uh, there was some never should have left. No, never should have left. So it's good. It's going back. Yeah. Uh, definitely seen some comments about. And we, we talked Logistics. about this quite a bit with Jeff. Well, I seen a lot of like, what's it going to cost the consumer? I was chatting with somebody on the phone and they said, you know, it's pretty affordable for us to go to Red Deer to the CFR. Rooms aren't crazy. Yeah. You know, you go to the Centrum, a beer is still pretty cheap. Yeah. But yeah, true. But I think ticket prices are going to be much better. Uh, I think it'll be similar fr- or friend better. friend of mine from the office just paid $125 for a second level ticket. To go to the CFR this weekend on Saturday night. Second level? Second level. Oh, boy. Through Tickets Alberta. Yeah, I think that... Uh, so I think ticket price will come down. The cost to be up there, you know, getting around in rooms and stuff. It might be more convenient. There's not even Uber in Red Deer. No. I don't think. Maybe there is now. I don't know. Probably. Not sure. I just remember Gator climbing over a fence one year and leaving his oh car boy. in the parking lot. But, oh, boy. Um, no, like, I'm thinking what... Like, logistically, for anyone that's wondering logistic-wise, like... I don't know if Jeff said it on the show last time, but I think that the Oilers Entertainment Group own 11 acres worth of land downtown yeah, by the building. Yeah, you talked about that footprint. Yeah, there's a shitload of space there. Like, if you're talking about space and, like, somewhere to house the stock and whatnot, like, you got Northlands, you got um, well VJV just down the road in Pinocchio. Like, it's a 45-minute drive, but so what? They they truck bulls four hours to have an event at New York City at Madison Square Garden yeah. with the PBR. Yeah, Like, they can get it done, okay, people? And you know what? It's October first. Yeah, they can be outside. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So they could even like make a whole bunch of space at Northlands at the old Expo Center, like, and then you have events all day there where you have like your ranch rodeos and your your well, buck and stock and you know, sales. If you're, if you're, and you're down your to five perps, you're less and, stock too. Oh, that's true. A little bit less, yeah. A little bit. I, I would think. No. Similar. Yeah, you'd remove a you're pen. Gonna, you got to remove a pen. Yeah. yeah. So you get only have one e pen then maybe. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. There's a little less there. Um, make the e pen on Friday night. But and then that was the other thing I did see on social or even chatting with some guys at the bull riding Friday was that it was down to five perfs. However, a lot of guys thought it was really cool that it's going to end Saturday night. They're like, that's like going to that. be way more fun. I like that too. Yeah. So that was going to be a lot the, of, a lot more aggressive hangovers on Sunday. Yeah. I think there's a, uh, I think there's going to be some big, big sponsorship. I think, I think yeah, you're going to see sure. some big partnerships on yeah. this. And I think it's in a bigger media market. Oh yeah, there's more opportunity for the sponsors to have a bigger impact. I think you're going to see who someone phoned me and said, "I've never heard the word activation so much." And I said, hmm. "That's talking about sports business from our pod last <laughs> week with Jeff." <laughs> but I think there'll be a ton of cool activations, which big we which we don't see. Right? Like 
wasn't it last year at the CFR they planned a tailgate party and then it snowed cold, and it was yeah. dog shit and never happened. Never happened. So yeah, exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to it. But I hope both events can work out and, and both be both be great. But we got to get through year five. Yeah, the Canadian finals in Red Deer starting today. Today, Wednesday, lucky Wednesday. So, Dustin, we were talking about this before. Let's just get it right out off the bat. What's your bold prediction for this year's CFR in My Red Deer? Bold November prediction. November first to fifth. CFR CFRRedDeer.ca. Oh, I got to say too. Yeah. Uh, the anthem contest last week was a lot of fun. You were there. Well, if you looked at the social media for the C- uh, CFR and Red Deer, you might not have known that I was there, but I got to host the event. So uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of great a lot of great talent. Uh, yeah. Lindsay Butler. Um, haven't had her on the show before, but... Uh, yeah, we partied talent. one night uh, with Lindsay in Vegas with Corb on, yeah, the, that's right. on the bus the yeah, one night. Yeah, and she's done some... Uh, like, she's a good singer. Yeah, she's great. She, she she's, like, technically, I think, won that contest, but then uh, the organizers, they were all thinking, like, oh, why don't we just take all three these finalists and they all get to sing two perfs that's actually cool it's a volunteer thing too so it's like you know everybody gets a bit of a participation ribbon but on the other side it's, it's like they were all great so yeah. how do you pick how do you, how do you pick, pick a winner yeah. but like Lindsay kicked ass she like she nailed it yeah so she did a really good job but like I ryan langlois championship sunday so that's yeah cool. exactly ryan ryan langlois did a great job and quinn river last year was runner up she did awesome too so anyways what's your bold prediction for this so year's the bold prediction CFR? is the one where like the episode after the CFR, we can go back and replay our bold prediction when we got it right, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. But or if we don't, if we got it, wrong. it goes away. My bold prediction. My bold prediction is don't that weaken now. Ben Anderson oh, he didn't weaken. wins the Canadian Salabronk title. All right. The underlying theme of that is I'm betting against a few people that I know very well could win and that it might still be my favorites. However... That's my bold prediction. I think in a in a year when uh, when Ben just seemed to ride so good, yeah, and he's got this like swagger about him. I think Ben Anderson's going to win the saddle bronc riding. Okay, what a bold prediction for the guy who's coming in season leader. Yeah, really bold. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make one that's uh, equally as bold. Okay, um, but a little bit different because um, Coy Robbins is number one in the bull riding. Uh, in the CPRA right now, he's got a, about a ten thousand dollar lead coming into the finals, which is only one round, I think, in money. Yeah, so it's pretty close. Um, but my bold part of it is that I think he's going to win the PBR Canada title too. With with the top three guys all injured, you know, Coverjack if he's got a broken hand, Tets he's got a busted up shoulder blade, Butter's got a broken collarbone. Like, if Koi can stay healthy at both of these finals and ride more bulls than he falls off. He could win both titles, which I don't think has happened ever in the history of Canadian rodeo and bull riding to where someone's won the PBR Canada title and the Canadian pro rodeo title. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think cool. it's ever happened. So he's won 57000 in Canada. Although, shit, i got to look back here now because I think Tyler Thompson might have done it. He's won 57000 in the In the CPRA. Yeah, and then how much has he won in the PBR Canada? He's got to have won. F- he's won 40-something, cl- shit. So say, say with... 43000 that's so, so he's at hundred grand. Dang, that's a good. So bit. if he goes and wins another thirty at the CFR, thirty forty, and then wins that hundred thousand in Edmonton, two hundred thousand, it could be Canada. a two hundred and forty thousand dollar Canadian season for Koi. Wow, that'd be wild. So that that's my bold prediction. That's a pretty bold prediction. Two fifty, which would be pretty Koi. cool to see for a guy who I remember at one point really struggling, a couple years ago. Fair to stay on the bull, and oh, now best he plug is won just the CPR in two thousand. He's just kicking ass. Tyler won it in 08. So no, nobody's won at the same time, the same 
Coy, go do it, buddy. That's my prediction. Bold prediction. There you heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. You got a second one too, or no? Or let's just go through all the events. Now. Yeah. So you got, and, then, and then we can you pick got a ben. favorite. Okay, I'm going to pick Zeke in the Bronc riding. Then. Wow. Let's go top to bottom. So Zeke's going for a four-peat. Yeah, that should be cool. That would be Has cool. Has that been done? It? Has there been four in a row? Uh, let me look. I, I, know there's I got been... the standings right here. Uh, four in a row. You got um, Carl Olsen won two. Frank Deuce won two. Marty Wood won two. Winston won two. Kenny McLean won three. In a row. Yeah. Mel Coleman got two, two. Rod Hay won three, 92 to 94. Denny Hay won 95, 96. Uh, nobody has won four in right. a row in the history of Canadian Pro Rodeo. The pride of Big Valley is going for four in a row. Um, some Kay. cool, some cool like names that. on there. I mean, it is the who's who of bronc riding. Uh, I really like the rookie Tyrell Roberts, BC kid. Okay. Uh, he was in the, novice, the novice a few last years year, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe or I don't know. But you got Cole that. Ashbacker, Colby Wanchuk, Moxa Green, Logan Zeke Hay, and Anderson, Logan Case Hay. Thompson. Case. Ross driven in by default from Dawson Hay not getting his count in. Yeah, um, you mentioned this earlier, uh, not on in the list, and just missed the NFR was Quentin Taylor. Yeah, it's too bad he made his rodeo count, made fifteen, but then doesn't make either one. Yeah, that's tough management on that behalf because no offense to anybody, but he probably could have won some more money in Canada. Yeah, or maybe he wouldn't have. Cause maybe it's too tough to win in Canada because you got to ride against. Lucas and Colby and Lee well, he Layton only went to Zeke fifteen Canadian rodeos, right? Like if he would have went to like twenty, he maybe would have had enough to make both. He had a tough finish. He bucked off his horse at the Governor's Cup to turns go to the out, short round. Turns out he only had to win another uh, couple hundred bucks. No, a hundred and seventy-five bucks. Yeah, based on, if he could have just beat Ross, he would have been in CFR. Very stinky dog. <laughs> Get um, out of here. So yeah, that's a kind of a look at the saddle bronc riding. I think it's going to be a good field. Uh, Leon Fountain always is. He's always in the is. mix. Why is it Fountain? Is that a joke? <laughs> That's how Doctor Lynn pronounced it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, bareback riding. Man, I would love to see Cody Lamb win it this year. He is. He's uh, a season leader, and like a like. I I would love to see him win it. He's he another one him. of those guys who's just been always right there. Yeah, it's true, but it's never won it yet. But uh, he's got a <laughs> he's got some tough competitions. You got Oren Larson, Clint Lay, both Canadian champs. Yep. Ty Tape, that Canadian also champ. Canadian champ. Dan Birch coming in in fifth. Didn't get to a ton of rodeos, was out a bunch. I think it's going to come down to those top four, though. It's going to be those four. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's my that's my guess. But, I, but I'd love I, uh, to see Cody win it. Yeah. Danton always just never seems to have the best Canadian finals rodeos. I don't mm. know what it is. Uh, Straubs Jones, uh, he's quite a, you know, he's 22,000 back or 24,000 back. Uh, Chet Dietz, uh, he's a rookie. Solberg, veteran. Pascal, Spur. Yeah, so you know it's a pretty good little field of bareback riding. I think it's going to be good. There's, there's uh, everyone in that group this year can ride. That's true, but I think it's going to come down to the top four. If I was a betting man, I think Cody Lamb. Really, I like that pick. Both taking Cody. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're both uh, taking Cody. In the bull riding, I already got Coy, but I like the bull riding. I think it's anybody in the top five, honestly. And no offense to Coy Schmidt, but but Coy won a lot of money one weekend. Twelve thousand. Yeah, just from like a couple ground money. Was more than that? It was a shitload. 16,000. It was yeah. a ton. So so he's kind of, I think, like his numbers are technically a little bit inflated for how, you know, how well yeah. he actually rode those top bulls this year. Yeah. And at the CFR, you're up against a tough a tough set of bulls that aren't the easiest ones to get on all season. So it's kind of like some of those guys who go to the NFR and they don't win a lot because they're getting on the 90-pointers every day and they yeah. might at 85 their way to the NFR. Yeah. No offense to anybody that does that, but it's just like it's a different level of competition. Yeah. So. Um, one guy that might get bucked off everything, Lonnie Phillips, never know, gets in last. 
tries to bully uh tries to bully Dakota <laughs> into telling him what to do. Like, come on, man. If you made the fucking finals, you make it. You can't bug a guy to turn out to turn out like no, that's not okay. Do you think JB Mooney would fucking call the guy in in inside the finals and be like, Hey, uh just trying to make my plans for next week. Can I uh can you, would you just let him know so I can like book my room and stuff? Like would JB do that? Yeah, no. but I'm so get out of here. Um I like I like uh, some of the young kids in that group though, like Ash and Solly. He won the last so two rodeos. Back, oh yeah, they're not gonna the Canadian title, but I'm just talking as far as what we see for competition that week. Fair, fair. Like, um, but like it's just gonna be. I think Jordan Hansen's gonna win it. You think Jordan? Okay. Yeah, and I like Jordan's Jared. been riding really good. That's true. And what I love about Jordan is like he rides away from his hand as good as he does into his hand. That's true. And if he draws good. Jake Gardner and I and I say this Jake with all due respect. I like Jake. Forty seven thousand. He had himself a hell of a rodeo season. Mm-hmm. It's just if he can stay consistent that week, he could give himself a chance. But he has some peaks and valleys, old Jake. But man, he had a hell of a year. Forty seven thousand. I would not have guessed that if I hadn't looked at the standings before this. Man, and he was only one check away from qualifying for the Kenny McLean, yeah. like the former Canadian All Round yeah. title. So if and it, would have been like right in on the on the high point, I bet you too. And he's They're been like, riding good the at the PBRs the last all, couple weeks too, right? Man, he'd be first. One more check in the yeah. bulldog, and he'd be first. Yeah. So, Jay Gardner, that's my uh, I can't okay. call that a sleeper pick, but he's my no. backup. He's my backup. Okay. Well, I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna stick with Coy, but I like anybody I like anybody in the top five, honestly. Yeah. And, 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 and Edgar Grazo, yeah, loves that's what I'm saying. Do, anybody in the top five, but I like I would say Wyatt Gleason though. Um, I if he had more money, one I would really like why he's been riding really solid yeah, and he's right. riding aggressive. Like I'm just he's just a little too far back. So, yeah. anyways, there's a look at the bull ride and the tie down roping. You got Haven Medjid coming in first, World Logan Champ. Bird in second, uh, Canadian champion Shane Smith in there number three, Bo Cooper number four. I'm going Bo Cooper. Yeah, and you know what? There's not a huge gap. We're talking like seventeen, eighteen thousand from first to twelfth. That's, That's it, two eh? rounds. Dang. Yeah, anybody in the whole So thing. I love the tie-down roping, how close it is. Yeah, Bo Cooper. Um, I'm going Bo. Yeah. The show. Last year, he had two round wins and then no times. Yeah. He, going he's going to step up. So yeah, we're, are you betting on Bo? <laughs> yeah. I got Bo too. And his friend <laughs> of the show. A lot of uh, a lot of variation here. But you got some uh, cool stories here because you got Cooper Rush in. Yep. Uh, Austin Hines is in for the There's first time. So you got two rookies um, and then the young guys. Bo Cooper's a, not a rookie, obviously, but... Um, so, uh, what do you call it? For sophomore, sophomore, second one, yeah, second one. So, I think the I think the tie down roping is going to be fantastic. Ty Harris, reigning champ, Haven's a world champ. Ty Harris isn't there. He only went to fourteen. Oh videos. yeah, sorry, I'm looking at the standings oh, at okay. fourteen. Um, Logan Bird's nice a Canadian try. champ. Nice try, though. Jesse Papescal, Kyle Lucas. It's yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Steer wrestling. I'm going Scott Gintner or Stephen Culling. Scott's going for number four too, right? Oh, he might three be. time champ. I don't know about four in a row, but uh, three time. I'll tell you what, Scott Gunther's won three Canadian titles, and this year I don't think I've seen him bulldog as ever as good as he bulldogged this year. He won last year too. Scott, I think so. Did he win? I don't know. I don't know anything. I think it's three though. I wish that the fucking standings were on the same damn page. I try to go by memory. Jeez, Scott. Yeah, he did win last year. Okay, yeah. so he's got three, but Cody Cassidy won in twenty twenty one. Oh right, yeah. So he split it up, but but I'm going Ginther for fourth, or he's, he's uh, bulldogging so good, or uh, Stephen Culling. What about Dalton Massey, world number one? Don't care, he's an American. 
All right. Do you <laughs> no, actually? I'm joking. I don't. I just. I want to pull for the Canadians to win. It's like they're in the Calgary Stephen, Stampede. Stephen Calling, man. I'm for rooting all, for that guy. He's been the runner-up, I think. I don't hate. I don't hate all the Americans. I just like Canadians. when our Canadians win at the Canadian Finals Rodeo. Yeah, I'm with you. But Stephen Calling's no going to the America. NFR. No offense, America. He's got a good shot. He's bulldogging good. And Tanner Milan had to turn out. Yeah, he's out. Didn't so he? uh, Cody Cassidy got in. How come Ty Miller didn't get in in 13th? Ty Miller is in. He is in. Oh, so Cody's up. So Craig Weisgerber just misses it. Yeah. That's too bad. I think that's right. Yeah, because Dakota Eldridge was 11th. Yeah. So we're looking at two different sets So of Cody, the six times champ, is in. What's your, what's your, who's your pick? Bulldogging's always just how the week goes. I'm going to go Stephen Culling. Okay, then I'll take Scott. Okay. Barrel Racing, Lynette Broadway has a huge lead, two rounds, 20,000. Yeah, she, horse of the year. Cowboy. Cowboy, Lynette, just. She rides so confident, and she's had good Canadian finals too. She's been in the conversation. She was last year um, for the Canadian title, but Brooke Wills, uh, Canadian champion, Taylor Manning, Canadian champion, Justine Elliott, Canadian champion, Dang. and then you got a rookie, Blake but Molly. But Lynette hasn't won it yet. Molly, eh? Blake Molly? That's uh, the Chuck Wagon. Yeah, Chris's Chris Molly. Chris's daughter. So she's in there. Um, Maria Mannering, she's back for her second CFR. Brady Whiteside, and then you got another rookie in Carly Cowie, who came on the scene late and just turned it on, came out of nowhere. I'm going Lynette. You Good are, win. yeah. And then you got Stacy Rizika. she's been Not there. Not that bold, but and still. Tracy McDonald with Donna K. Rule out draws in. Mm-hmm. And Tracy, I don't know the last time she was at the CFR. Um, it's been Former a while. NFR I think. qualifier too. Yeah, she was in the, at the NFR, so she uh, she gets in. Uh, they're a long ways back. That she comes in with sixteen thousand in bottom hole, so it's a thirty thousand dollar. It's a bit of a gap. Gap, but uh, if I was picking somebody, it's hard to bet against Lynette Broadway in first. I already picked her. Sorry, you got to pick somebody else. I'm gonna take. Oh, she rode so good in that arena before. I'm gonna go with Taylor Manning. Taylor Manning, get another title. All right. Then a uh, quick look at the uh, the breakaway roping. Uh, what is this, a third year at the third CFR year. now? Third year, yeah. Aubrey Ross comes in season leader, 21,000 on the year. Jenna Dallin second with 20,000. Shea Beavers third, 18,500. And then the Bosley sisters at 17,7, bo- 17,2. At um, Brady Whiteside, Laurie Saunders, Bailey Hines, Kylie Whiteside, Lakota Bird, Macy Claire, and Caitlin Daum. Where is... Are Kendall Pearson. How did she not make the CFR? Kendall Pearson. What the heck? Made the NFR, but not the CFR. Yeah, she just was focusing so hard. I think she had Dang. a... I think her horse got hurt at one point this oh, year, too. Oh, man, that's too bad. Um, So, yeah, we're not going to see her that's at the pretty wild. CFR, yeah. It's unusual for people to make the CFR, make the NFR, but not the CFR. Yeah, and we've that's seen that wild. in the rough stock. Yeah, Like last sometimes. year, was it Colby? Or he got uh, hurt. Yeah, I got hurt. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. One time, one of the Hayes did it, too, I think. Yeah, this Jocelyn year. Or Logan. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. But outright miss one and make the other is pretty wild. That's different. Um, it's hard to bet against Shelby Bojley. She's true. riding the horse of the world. That's She's true. going to the NFR second, I think. Dang. And she ropes darn good. And I mean, she's only back 3,000 and she went to under like half, 48% of the rodeos everybody else did. Eh? So yeah. I'm not betting against the Shelby Bojley to win this thing. Okay. Um, I don't know who to pick. It's, I'm not sure. Ted, you got to pick somebody. Jenna Dallin. Moving on. She's now. been to all three. All three of them. But has never won. Okay. So this could be the year. There we go. Okay. Team roping. 
Dawson, Dylan Graham going to be on the on the hot stove on uh, on Friday. Okay. With our buddy Cowboy Cole, he's going to help me host the show that day. Um, Calgary Smith in the McLeods, Brady Tryon. Interesting setup in the team rope. There's here. some really good teams. It's going to be good. Um, going to be good team rope. You know who I'm going to go with this year? I think they're due. Logan and Keeley Bonnet. The Bonnets from just down the road in Pinoca. Yeah, I think they're going to they're going to go at her this year. Dawson and Dell, maybe hard to bet against the reigning champs. And just missed. Just the, just missed it. Yeah. I'm going to go with those guys. I think they're going to start the dynasty. Right. They're so young and they're so like being brothers. Like I I think they're going to be a a tough team to bet against getting a divorce. Because like if you're like if you're um. What are you? If you're like just two guys, yeah, you know, like Levi and Jeremy, like no offense to them, get got broke up as team rumpers. But like, if you're brothers, you're gonna have a lot harder time because if you're brothers, you can just fight like fist fight and just work it out, and you're fine. And when you're but two you're brothers friends, that are like the b- two best ropers in Canada, yeah, it's even you're probably gonna keep probably really gonna stick that right? out. But like, if you're with a friend, it's tougher because you can't just fist fight it out. But yeah. if you're brother, you're just like no, f you, no f you, no f you, and then it's like okay, we're good, we're good, moving on, let's go rope. Yeah, and Dylan Graham, the heel heel side, he's he got that horse Achilles Bonnets that won like horse of the year mm. the last three years. So he they got mm. good mounts. Um, yeah, I think I'm excited. Just our like them. amateur team roping theories. What's that? Just thought I'd, I just put my amateur team roping theories out about there. about me being an amateur team roping yeah. enthusiast. Just because I don't know. Well, there's quite a few brother duos. I don't know. If you're a team roper Schmitz. and you don't believe me, or you think that I'm wrong, Kagan. tell me, because I don't know if I'm right here. I just, I'm curious. I think this one's... Team ropers, f- fill up his inbox. Let us know. Um, All around. Let's finish with the all around. Let's, I want to make a bold prediction on the Kenny McLean Award. <laughs> Extra bold. I believe that Kyle Wanchuk is going to win that buckle. You know what? I think it might be uh, Jake Gardner. Nope. Just qualify. Just kidding. That's uh, cool for Kyle. I mean, it's anticlimatically. He's already won it, but uh, pretty cool. Well, and it's kind of like, it probably makes sense that the all-around is the two events now. Yeah, I no, agree. No offense to the former like to the former Canadian version of it, but it probably makes sense to mirror the U.S. side. Yep. And then, like, Jake, like, I know, I guess there's not as many, it's not as prestigious in Canada, maybe. Like, is it the all-around award? Like, it just doesn't seem like it's been as a prestigious of a thing. No. Where in the U.S., it's, like, kind of one of the like the main things, and that's who they market with usually. Like, that's their superstar is the all-around yeah. guy. Yeah, Where in the, in Canada, like, it hasn't been a thing, but maybe it will start to be a thing. It may be. Um, and I think, hopefully. so Logan Spadey's first in the all-around. Jesse Papasco's second. Jesse second. They're both in, the, both in the CFR. Yep. Logan, the one year, was in two events. This year, I believe he's only he's only in the one. Jesse's only in one. He's in the tie on roping. Team McLeod's sitting at third. He's in in the team roping. Morgan Grant qualified for the CFR. Only in one event. Only though. in one event. So, um... Anybody? Nobody got in two or did they? Uh, no. Raleigh Warren's Morgan. been in, in two before. I don't think he made it in any this year, unfortunately. Um, really? So, really, it's it's only those four guys, I think, at this point. All right, Logan just missed it in the tie down. So okay, so it, it's actually it's more exciting when there's everyone's all in one event. Well, but it would be cool if somebody made it in two. That's pretty impressive to make it in two. Yeah, 
Logan has. I think Jesse might have made the team roping and the calf roping one year. I think you're right. And Morgan Grant's been there in two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's so, really close. going to be interesting in the, in the all-around. Yeah. And the ladies all-around is already uh, wrapped up, I believe. Uh, I think... I think what? What am I trying to say? Um, Kylie White's side, right? Kylie's got her one already, yeah. Or is it Brady? Whichever one made... Whichever one made the barrels. Oh, Brady. She made the barrels and the... Yeah, Brady. Yeah, Yeah. so Brady's got her... Kylie won last year, right? Yeah, so now the other sister wins. That's pretty cool. Which is neat, yeah. It's cool, right? What do they win, Ted? A buckle probably sponsored by me (laughs) at Montana Silversmiths. It actually says that on the buckle, sponsored by me, Ted. Yeah, there's like a big cheat on it and it (laughs) says me. Proud sponsor. (laughs) Proud sponsor, me. Yeah. So that's cool. All when right. do they get the buckle? When? Yeah. Oh, we Storm dropped it off last week at the office. They presented at the... Yeah, the, they was the in the dirt? Sunday, like at the end of the rodeo. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I thought the ladies deserved equal opportunities in the all-around. And a shout-out to the steer riders, novice kids. They're all going. Best of luck, kids. We're not going to make any bold predictions, no. but have fun. Our predictions that, that is everybody's going to have a great time, and it's awesome that they got to ride at the CFR. Yep. All right, Dustin. I think it's bedtime. This Neil Citron's kicking yep, in. Yep, we got to go get ready. Performance right. number one. Wednesday night. That's six tonight. Six o'clock at the PV Mart Centrium. Or if you just tuned into this on Thursday, it was last night. It was last and night. And it was great. Yep. Hope's <laughs> too bad you weren't there. If you were, And we're going to have nice weather. Thanks for showing up. For one of the first time. Like, last year was dog shit. Yeah, it's unusual that no snow get the good storms. weather at CFR. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right, hope to see everybody there. Cowboy shit watch party every day. Outside the arena, if you don't have tickets, come hang out. Or we'll you can watch it on the Cowboy Channel. That too. Or inside the arena at yep. Western Park. November 1st to 5th, Red Deer, Alberta. For everybody tuning in, thanks for listening. See thanks to our... F- we got some exciting guests coming up in November, by the we way. We do. We've got Stay some tuned. stuff booked. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>